Welcome. It is SB Pod with Stanford Steve. I'm Scott Van Pelt. Hello, big fella. Hi, buddy. How are we doing? Ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Shall we? Shall I'll we begin? Let you go. Shall we begin? All yeah. Right. So through the years uh, on this pod, you guys know the Monday after the Masters is always a great, great chance to reflect on my favorite week of the year, which it is. A uh, chance to shout out my friends there. Tony in the grill, my guy, Miss Nadine, gate one this year, absolute an, absolute angel who I adore. She told me she loved me, made me almost cry. That's my friend, <laughs> Miss Nadine. Tip of the cap to John Rahm. What a what an absolute animal of a competitor he is. Whew. I asked him in the Butler cabin on Friday, like, you know, is there a sense of inevitability, which is... I'm trying to think how to ask a better question, but I said it's easy for us to say that. But but what's your sense? And he sort of thought, like, yeah, I, I feel like you know I can do this. He did, and he was great. And really would have liked to have been with you last Monday to uh, to talk through all this. But uh, there were there were uh, there were changes to the schedule, and through the years, especially you know starting with with SVP and Rosillo. Uh, you learn that you you share the stuff in your life with people and people you know come to care about you and they they share in your successes and the happy moments and they're there for you when things are bad mm-hmm. and you, you guys have been off awesome to us through the years i mean still people <laughs> to this day come up talk about otis it's been almost a year mm. which is amazing really um side note red is just an absolute truck oh, of a monster he's so and it's just, it's going to be like a Clydesdale. It's problematic. <laughs> He's an enormous dog. You have to get in the weight room. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, we were away for a while and he was like getting some training and you see him, you're like, honestly, you're like, you're a tank. And so now I got to sh- sort of share what happened last week. Um, take you to Sunday night. I'm in uh, the airport in Augusta. We Andy North and I have taped our Sunday night segments, and this has become something of a tradition. Go on with our friends from, pardon my take, mm-hmm. Big Cat and PFT, and we're going to see is the Big Texas in the vending machine. It was not this year. Mm. No Big Texas. <laughs> there were some other treats, but no Big Texas. And uh, we're taping the pod. We're doing our bit. We're having some fun, and we get done with the pod. And my phone rings and it's a neighbor. Now it's a neighbor that we're very friendly with. This is a great, great family who we, who we know, but like you have lots of neighbors who aren't people that you going to go out to dinner with necessarily, right? They're your neighbors, yeah, part of your community. And there's a great community where, where we are, look out for each other, but he's not the kind of guy that's going to call me late on Sunday night on Easter Sunday. So I answer and I'm thinking, what do we got here? And he says something that I will never forget as long as I live, which is, Scott, your house is on fire. Mm. Uh-huh. And what do you do? Well, I'm in an airport in Augusta. My wife and children are in Florida celebrating a big birthday and Easter. No one's home. That's, that's the good news. My house is on fire. And at that point, you just 
sort of start hoping like, and I, I'm getting some intel from him. It's coming out of the side, like an attic. And it's okay. So it's in the attic. So we'll, can we get the whole house? No, not the whole house. All right. And they think maybe they have it contained. Well, by the time I'm getting ready to leave, contained. Well, contained, what, is that, what does that mean? I'm flying. I'm just waiting to get to Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. right? It's a long wait. We've joked through the years, the longest increment of time is microwave minutes when you're drunk. Mm -hmm. I'll, promise <laughs> you, I'll promise you a longer increment of time is, are we at 10,000 feet so I can kind of figure out something here yeah some feedback well my very best friend in the world who we've talked about on the show through the years uh, who has a very successful podcast and radio show here in dc a guy named kevin sheehan my wife called him and he went to our house it's very late now at night and at some point i text him he's at my house and i send a how bad is it and mm -hmm. i see i see dot 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 now, now we know we we've known each other thirty some odd years, Steve. I know well enough to know he's trying to figure out how to fill in the dot dot dots yep. in a, in a way that you're not lying, but you're not telling the truth either. Yeah, this is what you would do for your friend. I yep. do it. I do it for you. And finally, it comes through. It's bad, but it could have been worse. All right. So that paints the picture for me. Mm -hmm. It's real bad. And it was. Now we land and I'm now I'm driving to my house and it's coming up on like one o'clock in the morning. And you have no idea what you're going to find. You know, no, no idea. And you pull up and there's still some fire engines and an investigator there. And a thank you to the all, apparently there were 75 firefighters because it's a, I mean, it's big house and got to take care of it. You know, and they sent, they threw everything they had at it. Mm. And it's certainly obviously appreciated. Um, and you walk into your house, Steve, I, I just, <laughs> in your life, you just, there's things that you just can't imagine. And I walk into my home and uh, water's pouring out of every fixture in the set in the ceiling on the main floor, because in order to put out a fire, you need a lot of water hmm. and they use a lot of water and everywhere it's like water. I'm not talking about like drip, drip, drip. I'm talking it's pouring out of holes in the ceiling and we had these lights in our dining room that were like these long, almost like glass, like teardrops, if you will. All of those were completely filled with sort of smoky water, which I thought was a nice touch. They weren't, they weren't <laughs> fish bowls when I left, but they were. And I said that to someone, I said, that's a nice touch. Um, but you're just shell-shocked, man, because you're just totally unprepared for what it is. And I wandered around and the, the, the gentleman explained what the sense of what might have happened was and there's kids rooms are destroyed and there's insulation things have fallen and it's just crap everywhere and um and and that's what happened and and you 
our, one of our neighbors was kind enough to let me crash in a, in a spare room. And I don't think I slept. I don't know if I did. It was for seconds on t- at a moment. And then you wake up at the first light and you just dive in and you start trying to figure out what are you going to do? And there's no, like anyone that has had this happen, I, I'm imagining you've experienced the same thing. Your first instinct is to sprint as fast. We're going to attack this. We're going to get after it. We're going to start getting stuff out of there. We're going to, we're going to be good, man. And that's how you approach it initially. You start sprinting. And at some point, about halfway into day one, you realize we're, we're going to Los Angeles here. Maybe, uh-huh. maybe LA and back. Might as well slow it down here. There's yeah. no there's no speeding up the process. You know what I mean, Steve? Yeah. And um and so then then just there's just these waves where it hits you. And uh it, it's the 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 part of the fire to the house was relatively minor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I say that the entire inside of the attic's charred, there's holes in the roof, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't minor, mm-hmm. but you you think How's our house this destroyed? Water and smoke. And everything in our house is coming out. Literally everything. And my kids and my wife came home on Monday. And I'll tell you what. You and I, we both dealt with some heavy stuff in life. You know, mm-hmm. you've, lost, you've lost people. That's real. We didn't lose anyone here. And and to everyone who said, and hey, thank God everyone's okay. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we're blessed in that way. But everyone's not really all right, you know. Because, and maybe it starts with me. Because as as a dad, you got a lot. You got certain jobs, and one of them is to be, in my person, in my opinion, is the person who makes everyone feel like we're okay. Yep, I got you. We're gonna be okay. And part of that's having answers to hard questions. Yeah. And so when your child asks you what happened, I say, I don't know. And they say, well, where are we going to live? I don't know. Hmm. How long are we going to be gone from this place? I don't know. And that's really difficult because you want to be able to provide some sort of safe place where they're good and they know first and last they're loved and they know they're safe as long as we are, wherever we are, we're good. But you want to be able to say, here's the plan. And for the pretty much the majority of last week, and even as I talk right now, like I don't have a plan. I don't know where we're going to be for as long as this will be. But we have an incredible community of people that care about us who have made that clear. And Gary Williams, man of few words, had as, as clear and as accurate a statement as anyone. He said, you got a lot of great friends. Lean on them. And I said to myself, yep, we're gonna. We're staying in a friend's house right now who's not here. He's away for a little while. Go. You're good. Don't think about it. Like what? what my kid might have already broken a toilet. No, all due respect. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna fix it. Okay, it happens. We're gonna fix it. Um, but we have an incredible community that have, that have reached out to try to be supportive. Um, and again, everyone who said you're what matters is that you're safe. Everyone's safe. Absolutely, that's true. Um, Mike Breen, our colleague, uh, dealt with this. Lost his house in a fire. 
um, in September. And I reached out. He's been incredible. Uh, he's, he's checked back in uh, on a number of occasions. Just see, are we all right? I just called him. I'm like, look, I'm sorry to bother you, but like, I don't know anybody else that had this happen. What did you, were there things you did you wish you did different? Who'd, who'd you lean on? What'd you do? And he was very, very helpful. Uh, there's just so many layers to this that are incredible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of my my very best friends that are very familiar with all the different layers, and they've been very helpful mm-hmm. in, in in helping to navigate it. But my God, Steve, the 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 enormity of trying to figure out—it's just stuff. You're yes, it can be replaced. Yes, but there's there's a certain amount of just knowing where your stuff's at that makes your life sort of work, right? Yeah. And you don't know anybody more so than me who's more of a creature of habit than me. And I'm a simple dude, man. I don't have extravagant sort of, I don't do extravagant stuff. I just like being home. I like being where my stuff's at, where my people are at, where the things that that make them feel happy and good are there. And, you know, again, I'm just, I'm rambling here. I'm just telling you what it's like a weekend um, as, as we try to figure out what the hell to do. Um, and holy, holy smokes. It's a lot, man. It's just so much. Um, you just, you, you're, 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 you're kind of hour to hour at first. And then now you're sort of like, all right, what's the next thing for the day? And then at some point you just sit back and you wait, um, for everything to sort itself out. Um, but our thanks obviously to our neighbors and our community and all the people that have, um, cared and, and, and tried to be helpful. They have been in ways big and small. And, uh, you know, it's just stuff. Yeah. All it's just stuff. Um, just be nice to be able to have those answers, um, to, to try to give, um, to try to give some sense of what the plan is and, and a path forward. And, um, you know, all that, all that will, will happen in time. It's just, it's hard to be patient, uh, in the, immediate aftermath of it and it's just it's something it's something else um speaking of big cat mm-hmm. might need to invoke his very special talent steve oh you're familiar with um you're familiar with um his his very specific targeted uh i don't want to use the word attacks but his his approach to dealing with the airlines on twitter yeah yeah okay um, <laughs> my wife and I were supposed to go to Paris this week. Mm. France, Steve. France. Probably go to the Louvre and say, "Hey, you guys got hot? <laughs> you guys got hot dogs in here?" My guy Steve said you should have hot dogs with the art. So we're Not supposed to go. Too. We're supposed to go to uh, to Paris with, with another couple, grown-up stuff. Um, and. That's obviously not happening. Mm-hmm. House caught on fire. And um, we, we're currently without a home. Not going to not gonna tell the kids, hey, kids, you guys will figure it out. We're uh, mom and dad are going to go <laughs> to gay Paris in the spring. <laughs> um, you guys, you guys will figure it out. Just don't eat all don't eat all of the uh, of the M&M ice cream bars mm-hmm. at once. Charlie, Charlie, who, by the way, we're going to all just follow Charlie's path in life in general. Charlie's Charlie's room's gone, buddy. I'm so, my 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 ice, my uh, dinosaurs are my dinosaurs gone. They, I think they might be, pal. 
but but you will get you new ones. I get new dinosaurs. <laughs> I think so. Yes. <laughs> you know, there's those there's those moments, man. The kids are the kids are actually incredible, incredibly resilient. They're gonna they're gonna be all They'll right. They'll be fine. Yep. Well, and that's what makes you as a parent feel like, okay, I'm not failing them because I don't have the answers. They're not really looking for that. They're just looking to you and mom. Because mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not the leader. It's me and mom together. We lead, you know, and I got a great partner and we'll be good. But mostly we'll just follow Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we're not going to go. We're not going to Paris because we can't because we had a fire in our house. And so last week, as we're hour to hour trying to sort through life, uh, we didn't reach out to uh, to the airline that was going to send us over there to say, listen, we're not going to be able to do it. And. And now starting to get a little bit of clarity, reach out today to try to fix that. Now, I am not one to use the platform to try to be like a a brand shamer. I don't want to be the person that tries to, I'm not, I just don't, it's just not the way to behave Yep. in general. I believe I did it once involving a security company on the radio. I and then if you, re- if you recall correctly, a guy from that company sent us an email saying he was listening. And the entire time I was talking, he just kept saying, please don't let it be us. Please don't let it be us. <laughs> oh, no, it's us. It's us. They fixed yep. it, but they fixed it. And you know what? The only reason I brought it up is because what they were doing was wrong. Yeah. Okay. If you have a fire and you have three little kids and you're kind of homeless and you're supposed to get on a flight to Paris and you can't because, well, you got stuff to deal with. Well, then they ought to say, all right, how can we help you? Can we get a voucher? No. Come again? No, there's no voucher. Oh, if you can get a doctor's note proving that someone was injured in the fire, then we'll give you a voucher. Are you me? No one was hurt. That's the best news here. But had someone been hurt, the good news is we could then go get a doctor's note and this airline would then give us a voucher for this trip that we can't take. That is incomprehensible behavior just on a human level. What are you talking about? That was the response. My wife, not one to get angry, angry justifiably so that that's that's not an acceptable response figure something out right apparently there was a brief hold then they came back and said we will offer you a one-time voucher as a courtesy as a courtesy (laughs) okay all right let's let's get down to business here air france I don't want a voucher because I don't want to fly in your airline. I want you to give me our, our money back for a trip I don't intend to take with you because this is how you behave. I get that the airline industry has taken it in the shorts since COVID. I get that there are challenges. I get that there are people that would probably try to game the system, book flights, then don't take them. We had a house catch on fire. We don't have a doctor's note because no one got injured. You want pictures of our roof where the, where the flames burned through it? You want pictures of all the damage? We're homeless. We can't go. You want you want that? Would that suffice? Like what what script in your customer service 
response to what the customer on the phone says to you says, can't help you. Not going to be able to do. Like, <laughs> what? Just the answer should be, that's awful. How can we help? We, we look forward to having you. We spent them. We spent the money. I'm not asking for the, for the money back. Asking for an ability to use it at a later date. No. Now I'm saying I don't want to use it at a later date. I'm saying give us our money back. I don't want to have to get Big Cat involved because it gets ugly. Mm. But I'm just saying in general, when we've been so fortunate, so truly blessed in the middle of something really awful, to have so many people show the best versions of themselves, to have to try to digest this one. And again, it's not my thing to try to you know, bow up and try to say, give me something. I'm not asking for anything. At least initially I wasn't, but now I am. Mm -hmm. You you guys should fix this because it's the right thing to do. Or, or we can sick big cat on you. (laughs) So figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) I know there's not a lot of chance for you to talk there, Steve. Um, but we, that's, that's been the last week. I'm here. No, I know everybody is. Um, Literally last Wednesday, I thought I thought it was over. I, I just sat in my office with my head in my hands and tried to figure out how we're going to do a show. And around eleven thirty at night, I just said, "I'm going, I'm going for a walk." I was just wandering the streets of Washington D.C. aimlessly. Literally, that's what I did, and just try to take deep breaths and like somehow focus on the on the hour. And it was a great distraction, you know. It is a distraction, but man, I I think I was in some spots that I. Never been in before um, mentally last week. It's heavy. Yeah. Heavy, heavy. There's so a I lot just, of layers. Like you said, a lot of layers. And you're, you know, every day with three kids, you're, you're asked to answer questions. And it sucks because all they're asking for is, you know, if it's a game, dad, how much time do we put on the clock? How much time do we have to put on the clock? And a you year. Can't, and you can't. A, 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 you can't. When, when people say you're you're going to be gone from your house for a year, you go uh, again. Come again? Mm. Like literally, it's whether it's my neighbor telling me the house is on fire, whether it's an airline saying no, whether it's them saying you're not going to be in your house for a year. Every time you're like, one more time with that. I don't hear well. I just want to make sure <laughs> I heard what I th- think you said. Mm. And so, um, again, to reiterate, everyone's fine. It's just stuff insurance all of that all is true and we know it and we're grateful for what didn't happen but the reality of what did is immense and you want to just have some answers for your kids and 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 for yourself just so you can mentally kind of chart a path vivid seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring experience every pitch assist and game winning shot live and in person And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All of this is to say this is why I'm incredibly ill-prepared to talk about the playoffs. <laughs> I saw some games at night, like... The Laker game, apparently Reeves went crazy. You know, he was great at Oklahoma. I mean, this, is, this isn't this is from totally out of left field. I didn't see a second of that. I think I was going through closets at that point trying to figure out what mm. are we, we going to save and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, so I missed some stuff, but it seems like a lot of road teams won, and there was a lot of injuries. Those That's there, there's Scott's playoff recap. Well, you, you, did, you, you nailed it. Thanks. All right, everybody. Nailed it. With us. I just I, – I do – I do wonder a, a game like we're talking on the day that Sacramento is about to play game two. That game I happened to see, and it, you talk about a diversion. What an incredibly fun a atmosphere! It was everything everyone said, and then it was an atmosphere that gave them a chance to go absolutely bananas, and they survive a Steph three at the buzzer. It was incredible, absolutely incredible scene. No and doubt. They, I- can they win game two? We're talking like this will be out by the time game two is done. I mean, it, it, Ooh, they win game two now. I, 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 Kevin Herter, obviously a turtle. Uh, he just was, we sent him a note congratulatory. And he's, he, he's, he, I think he, I think he and I'm sure his team, they, they know the championship DNA of the Warriors. You expect to get every bit of what they've got. But here's the thing the Kings, that's not a group that's, that's, they might lose, but they won't, it won't be because they blink. No. No, and that's uh, you mentioned it. Like, I, I if you wanted to get into the game, I just thought it was really impressive. Obviously, Fox was great. Malik Monk was awesome, uh, but they didn't get anything from Sabonis or Herder. And those two guys have been probably the two best years of their career, I would say. Mm-hmm. And they didn't play well in that game. So I get it. Uh, you know, it doesn't start until a road team wins a game. I thought the Warriors they did show me a lot. How about that shot? from Steph in the corner over like when that went in, I'm like, Oh my God, he's going to send all these people home. All those people are going home. Like after this night. And like, like you said, give it to the Kings. I thought uh, Mike Brown was fantastic. Uh, You know, admitting, you know, at the end, I think it was halftime or end of the third quarter. We're not playing fast enough. And you know, that, that's what we've seen the Warriors on their heels this year, and that's why people have seen that and attacked them, uh, winning only 11 road games. And you just the Kings' ability to keep coming uh, I, as, as Clay's hitting daggers and Wiggins looks good, even though um, – he, he, you know, he took he, a lot of threes, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, he took a lot of them. Taking those punches and responding on the other side, that, that was the thing is usually that – 
that, those Steph daggers or the clay daggers, those, those will get you. And then you're so perplexed. It affects you offensively, not Fox. He was so good. And uh, yeah, it's, it's an awesome. I thought it was the best one when the, when the pairings came out and uh, I'm dying to see what happens because I thought if the Warriors won game one, that, that, that was, that series was over. Because uh, I didn't think they would be able to handle the emotion in the building, but good for the series, good for us watching. I mean, if we get seven of those games, because I don't see a lot of resistance defensively from no, either team, but both teams know that, and that's what's great, and that's why I think it was so entertaining of a watch. Not a lot of, uh, not a lot of, not a lot of defensive stops happening, but largely because it's like who's stopping De'Aaron Fox? I mean, how do you stop him? He's just incredible change of direction and incredible ability to stop on a dime and get a clean look. Um, I, I Coming out party doesn't feel right. If you pay attention at all, you know that this guy is, is legitimate. He's real, oh, yeah. but it, it does feel, it does feel like this is an opportunity given who you're playing to show what NBA fans might refer to as casuals. Oh, this is this is who this dude is. Yeah, which is which is who this dude is. Um, so that that was that was incredible. The injuries suck. I mean, you know, if if uh, if Jaws unavailable, if Giannis is unavailable, Giannis. I mean, you fall on your back, lower back, it hurts. He, he the they sounded inability, pretty promising today, though. Yes, he's going to be all right. I know, but like I I was surprised. Surprise isn't the right word. Concerned. You know what it is better than me, you, having lived through the adrenaline of the moment. Mm-hmm. And if you're not able to go then, and then it stiffens up, and then you lose adrenaline, that was that was concerning. I thought when he just couldn't, he tried several times and couldn't keep, couldn't go. Mm. Um, obviously, you lose hero, that hurts you significantly on the Miami side of things. But Butler's such a monster, man. Yeah, he's he's such an absolute monster. And speaking of that word. Kawhi uh, against Phoenix. It's just these moments are are such a clear illustration of whatever regular season basketball is. It ain't this. No, you know? no. It's it's just and so you you endure the slog of managing minutes and all the rest mm-hmm. of that to get to moments like this where there's Kawhi Leonard and they're going they're going punch for punch head to head. I thought the Clippers had them put to bed, and they, the, the the Suns still got it back to one after they were down six under a minute to go. And Russell, it's easy to talk about the missed shots. It's easy to talk about the great rebounding and the great defense. I have no no skin in the game. You said it to me off the air. He fouled Booker. Yeah, that's like I, I I get it. Yeah, his effort was awesome, incredible. Uh, you know, he talked about how Ty Lue said, "Don't worry about the shooting." Uh, you know, just keep playing your thing. We just need your energy, and they really do. You're Without right, Paul George. They need something to counteract his lack of presence. And Russ, he did that. I mean, he starts the game guarding Durant. Uh, then he goes on to Paul, and he just was a constant gnat. And yeah, I mean, three for nineteen. Who cares? They won the game because of what he did at the end of the game in crucial spots. And that's what I get to here, Scott. Is it's a shame we don't have like that flex schedule the NFL does because it's a shame that people didn't get to watch, get to watch the Kings. You know, how many times do we sit here in a late night West Coast game, uh, you know, just watching blowout after blowout? And I get it. That's the new thing. We're going to rest guys for this part of the season. But the, the idea of two things, 
people not being able to see a team like the Kings. And on the other hand, it takes spe- – that's why you see guys rise their level I – mean, I, I should say, you know, not build their brand, but take that next step as a player in these playoffs because you need something extra to play in the NBA playoffs. You, you, we've seen plenty of guys average their numbers in regular season and then the playoffs come and stuff gets tight and you, you're, you're not the same player as it was during a free will and 82 game season. So that that's, what's most enticing to me. And, you know, it's the usual suspects when you put these games on, I mean, that, that, that I don't see how Memphis does it without Ja. I, I, the matchup brutal uh, with Anthony Davis. He got hurt twice and came back, but his good is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, ja, I just, what he means to that team. and it didn't look good. Like he, he's a guy that's going to try and play through a lot of things. He, he ran right off. Yeah, uh, so, so somebody said something about what he said was one thing, but his body language told another story. It might've been an article in the athletic. Mm. I'm not, I can't remember where I saw it. Um, but, but I remember seeing that nodding and thinking, and again, all I saw was the clip cause I didn't see the game, but you, you know, you see the way, are you hurt or are you injured? You know, he reacted yeah. like he was in, he reacted like he was injured, mm-hmm. um, which just, that stinks. Uh-huh. And the and the Lakers do all that at the end without anything from LeBron. Yeah. Well, I mean, Reeves, Nothing. Reeves went crazy. I mean, he just they got him in that pick and roll, and it, he was good to go. Yeah. Uh, LeBron was waiting on the wing for that pass, and he never got it. No, no, uh, so it was great. I just, I we've seen we've done this a long time. These NBA playoff series could swing, you know, with a freak injury or a freak game outcome. All that. So I'm going to try and not overreact to mm-hmm. game ones. But if I'm Denver, I thought that was really important for them to see all this just wreckage during the first two days <laughs> and yeah. be the last team and be, you know, being able to go out on the floor be in front of your home crowd, knowing what's happened in these teams' first impressions in the playoffs and, and just be able to take one step. Hey, guys, we are the one seed. We take care of business. We're going to be fine. And they went out and played great. That's I, I wanted to see what they were going to look like. They are. This is the best version of the Nuggets that we've seen with Jokic there. That whole thing. They're, they they got Murray back. Uh, Porter looks good. So it, that's that's what I look at because it's the teams that so called haven't been here. Now they played a ton of NBA playoff games the last couple of years. But to take that next step to 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 get to the NBA Finals is a whole different level. But I think Denver out of the game ones uh, looked as legit as anybody. Um, they they also benefited from a Minnesota team that, that was I think like two days after a plan yeah, played two plan games in forty eight hours right Third and you're playing seventy two or whatever playing at altitude at like eleven o'clock at night or whatever the hell time that game started but ten fifty one it was late tip but yeah. Re- I'm as guilty as anybody of of getting uh, bogged down in the drudgery of the regular season and dudes not playing and not d- dismissing them, but just not allowing myself to forget what Kawhi Leonard in a playoff game looks like. Hmm. I go back to his Spurs days, and it was when he was just coming into that realm of, wait, this dude might be a guy, right? <laughs> Remember that, like against Miami, and you thought, "Whoo, he's something and altogether different." Well, then you be, then you win a title, and uh, and you do it with Toronto, and I mean, he had thirty eight, and when Russ stopped shooting and remembered to give it to him, 
it's um i mean it's it's amazing what what leonard's capable of he's um he's that he's that guy yep and i like i said that's more me than the people out there maybe listening that allow myself to lose focus on what this looks like now and that's really all that matters because he's got that he's got that gear so mm-hmm. it's it's early you're you're wise that you know the zigzag and what happens one game the other thing happens the next blah 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 but uh, early on the ability of road teams to win games they weren't expected to win the and the the impact of injuries and what those will be moving forward those feel like you know they create real potential storylines as i presume you know but perhaps you don't the nfl draft right around the corner and if you are hungry for draft coverage, check out First Draft with Mel Kuyper Jr., Todd McShay, and Field Yates. They're keeping tabs on all the latest draft chatter every Wednesday. The NFL Draft begins April 27th on ESPN, ABC, and ESPN Radio. You can listen to First Draft wherever you're enjoying this podcast, and you can watch it on YouTube. As far as the other playoffs, Stanley Cup puck drops it's it's just the beginning. I'll I'll cop to this. I always talk about how much I love it. Not having the Capitals in it is difficult. Um, I I we talk in the past about. I think we've explained to you the panic room. Uh, me needing to go into a room by myself to watch Maryland games. Um, I think Caps playoffs panic rooms worse than anything. I get crazy during them. So you don't have to deal with me this year. We're doing that. Maybe that's a small win. But it's when when the team you like watching isn't in it, it's a totally different deal. So now I just watch to see, all right, is what's the pressure McDavid carries with him after the incredible year he had, Canada not winning in forever. Toronto's lost five straight series in elimination game fives. They have to win. And the team you're playing against is Tampa Bay. Yeah. Have fun have fun with that. President's trophy teams for a decade haven't won. So you're great in the regular season, but you're not great when it matters most. Although this Boston team was historic. Um, I mean, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of storylines um, that'll sort themselves out. But this this time of the year just reminds me of being in college. I don't know why, but it reminds me of that ESPN hockey music. Yeah. Like a, like a spring night, getting ready to go out. Your boy did a lot of that. <laughs> Throw on some colors, cologne. Colors? Colors was big, obviously Dracar Noir, but we were ahead of the curve. Oh. But as before everyone had it, we were there. Maybe a little colors, a little Dracar Noir. Da, 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 pa, 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 like watching games, like, all right, they're in the third overtime. Let, who cares? We're going terrible striped collar shirt or something. Really, really bad. Really bad. <laughs> Gotta go to the VU. A little late night at Bents, see what's up. I don't know. Hockey playoffs remind me of those spring nights more than anything. Uh not a lot of prep for finals. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't do a lot of that, Steve. But you know what? Uh, it, here we are, you and me. Yeah. yeah. Your Stanford education and <laughs> and, and my whatever I got uh, in Maryland. It let us. It let us here together. Mm, mm, mm. Anything? Anything going on? I've. 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 That you want to discuss? I mean, I'm. I'm all ears, man. I'm. I've been just. No, we were trying to get over to to see it. We're, we all the games we had while we were in Florida during vacation got rained out, so we were doubled up uh, across the board. We got soccer full full go. Okay, little uh, little young lacrosse going. 
Let's just so, uh, let's just let's just stop right there. And what age group are we talking about? Oh, uh, <laughs> is it bad if I say unwatchable? Just, just I'm asking how old are the six year old? Six year old. All right. So, uh, I can't imagine that six year old lacrosse, with all due respect, is it, it, no one can pass or catch or shoot, can they? Well, I got told at the dinner table tonight after after practice. I said, "How's the?" You're getting better at cradling, and I was still. I'm very good at cradling. Okay, I have said, you some. Don't, you don't drop the ball at all when you run with it, and she I doesn't? got the I got the death stare at me. Well, good. Yeah. Why, why, so, don't you pipe, why don't you pipe down over there? Why don't you be a little see, more supportive? Um, I will say. Does anyone <laughs> score? Yeah. How? Yeah. Took a tough loss. If you have, there's a two pass rule. If you have a player that can do it, when you're hot. That coach says you're hot. That person's going right to the goal. And the other team had, I believe, uh, one person that did it six times. So uh, we didn't cover it. We were we didn't cover the two and a half. We were getting lost six three in that one. Um, so, again, I, mean, I needed wait. Again, I needed twenty second timeout. <laughs> I want America to realize what we just said. There, we're talking about two and a half goal spread in a six six year old across game. Yeah, side yeah, action. Hey, you know what? Sam did get out for a little Texan spring ball. Whoa, is this yeah. legal? Texan spring ball. Spring ball? What is going on? I don't know. We just, in the midst of, I give my wife so much credit for a million things, not the least of which was we got up and we went out and, and we tried to carry on and keep some normalcy for the kids. Sam went out and had a little, uh, had a little spring ball game. There we go. Took on the Bears. Bears had lines, Steve. Bears had like complete on and off groups. Too they, deep. they, yeah, they, the, I think the Bears have a three deep. Uh, this text is sort of a mashup of a number of different teams. Yeah, we're still feeling it out. Portals open back up. Yeah, so, again, you know, respect, respect. No, no interviews at this time. Respect my decision. <laughs> in parentheses, we had a fire. A little showcase spring game. That's we all. had fire in my house. Nil bids. <laughs> Spice them up for your man. I need. I need an entire. I need a gross of magnetiles. <laughs> We're going to need to replace a staggering number of magnetiles. Okay. So that's, I think that in the NI, I think that could get an that NIL. Could get, that, could, done. that could get a sign. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that portal, that portal will just be a very easy transaction. Mm. Magnetiles. All right. So soccer's full bore and lacrosse. Yeah. And your girl can cradle. All right. Yeah. I can't even ask anymore. All right. So. I'm flying blind on some stuff, everybody. We're trying our best to get caught up. Cable situation, a little dodgy, depending on where we are. Uh, but we'll- Diet Coke. We need. To- I'm going grocery shopping tomorrow, so I can stop by. Diet Coke. No, you know that one. Tiles. You know that one Exxon on River and Fruit. Falls. I think I've stopped there and bought, give or take, mid twenties. Every time I stop, I just buy four. <laughs> just keep them with me at all time. All right. Okay. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta uh, a pallet coming tomorrow. I don't know. I have nowhere to put it. We'll, we'll make it work. All right. Thank you. Thanks to the folks that uh, that that uh, have had our back, and and thanks to you guys out there. I, I mean, I I know preemptively, you know, people care and they want to help. Uh, the the answers to the people out there who I don't know who have always shown such kindness is what can we do? Honestly, not a lot. Unless you have a house where you want us to come. And time again, machine, time machine, time, time machine to be helpful. Time machine would be and a then, good one here. Hey, we've got plenty of room. As I told, 
As I told John Tillman, Maryland lacrosse coach, I have a huge house. Please, you're welcome. I said, Coach, we come with a it's a it's a lot, man. I got nine, seven, and five. Like the president, the president's SUV line coming through. I got a hundred pound hound. He believes he's supposed to be on every couch and bed. Discipline there is iffy. Dad is idiosyncratic. I need things a certain way to function. (laughs) Um, You just, Uh, again, people have shown great kindness. We will not exploit it. We'll lean on you when we need you, but uh, we're going to need to find our own place to be. We're just better out of your hair than than in it, but uh, we'll get there. So we'll get there. All right, that's uh, that's what I got for y'all. Have a good week, and uh, we'll talk to you again. I don't know, presumably next week. <laughs> See ya.